Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. Jesus forgave us of all sin, past, present, and even future sin. The first time I realized that Jesus took the absolute penalty, punishment, all of it for my sins, that was freedom for me. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Friday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. Today is the end of my third week of teaching about Elijah. And I've got this teaching entitled, Lessons from Elijah. I've got it in book form, CDs, and DVDs. And I tell you, this is powerful stuff. It has changed my life. I have learned so much through Elijah, and it has kept me from making some of the same mistakes that he did. SO LIKE I SAID, we, THIS IS THE END OF MY THIRD WEEK. NEXT WEEK WILL BE THE END OF MY TEACHING ON LESSONS FROM ELIJAH, BUT WE'VE ALREADY COVERED SO MUCH MATERIAL THAT I CAN'T GO BACK THROUGH IT ALL. IN THE 19TH CHAPTER THIS WEEK, I'VE BEEN TALKING ABOUT ELIJAH'S DOWNFALL. YOU KNOW, THE BIBLE IS VERY CLEAR ABOUT NOT ONLY PRESENTING THE GOOD THINGS THAT PEOPLE DID, BUT ALSO SHOWING THE MISTAKES THAT THEY MADE, AND ELIJAH PROBABLY MADE AS GRIEVOUS MISTAKES AS ANY PERSON IN SCRIPTURE. AND IT COST THE LIVES OF THOUSANDS OF PEOPLE BECAUSE OF THE THINGS THAT HE DID. I MEAN, HE FAILED GOD. AND NOT ONLY THAT, BUT THERE WAS A REVIVAL THAT WAS TAKING PLACE BECAUSE HE HAD CALLED FIRE DOWN OUT OF HEAVEN AND THE ENTIRE NATION HAD FALLEN ON THEIR FACE SAYING, THE LORD, HE IS THE GOD. THE LORD, HE IS THE GOD. AND I MEAN, HE HAD CAUSED A GREAT REVIVAL AND THE PEOPLE WERE ALL READY TO RECEIVE, AND YET THE PERSON THAT GOD USED TO BRING THE REVIVAL WAS AFRAID OF A WOMAN WITH A NOTE, AND HE RAN AWAY AND WAS SITTING UNDER A JUNIPER TREE AND ASKING GOD TO KILL HIM. I'VE SPENT A LOT OF TIME IN THE LAST FEW DAYS SHOWING ABOUT WHY THAT HAPPENED, BUT BASICALLY IT'S BECAUSE ELIJAH GOT LIFTED UP IN TRUSTING HIMSELF, THINKING THAT, LOOK WHO I AM, LOOK WHAT I HAVE DONE, AND THE MOMENT YOU TAKE YOUR EYES OFF OF JESUS, YOU BEGIN TO SINK. THE MOMENT YOU STEP OUTSIDE OF THAT PLANE, YOU BEGIN TO FALL. IT'S THE PLANE THAT'S FLYING, NOT YOU. AND IT'S OUR POSITION IN THE LORD THAT ENABLES US TO DO THINGS, NOT BECAUSE OF WHO WE ARE. AND ANYWAY, THAT'S WHAT I'VE BEEN TALKING ABOUT THE LAST FEW DAYS. SO AN ANGEL CAME TO ELIJAH. EVEN THOUGH HE WAS WANTING TO DIE, THIS ANGEL CAME AND STRENGTHENED HIM AND GAVE HIM FOOD. AND FOR 40 DAYS AND 40 NIGHTS, HE WENT IN THAT STRENGTH OF THAT FOOD UNTO HORAB, THE MOUNTAIN OF GOD. THIS IS WHERE GOD MEANT uh, MOSES, WHERE THE TEN COMMANDMENTS WERE GIVEN. AND uh, HE CAME UNTO A CAVE. LET ME JUST READ THIS TO YOU. IN 1 KINGS CHAPTER 19 AND IN VERSE 9, HE CAME THITHER UNTO A CAVE AND LODGED THERE. AND BEHOLD, THE WORD OF THE LORD CAME UNTO HIM, AND HE SAID UNTO HIM, WHAT DOEST THOU HEAR, ELIJAH? YOU KNOW, IF YOU MISSED MY TEACHING uh, THREE WEEKS AGO WHEN I BEGAN THIS, ONE OF THE MAJOR THINGS THAT I'VE LEARNED THROUGH ELIJAH IS THAT GOD DIDN'T SEND ELIJAH'S PROVISION TO WHERE HE WAS, BUT WHERE HE TOLD HIM TO GO. FIRST KINGS CHAPTER 17, HE SAYS, GO HIDE YOURSELF BESIDE THE BROOK CHIRATH. I HAVE COMMANDED THE RAVENS TO FEED THEE THERE. HE DIDN'T SEND THE RAVENS WITH THE FOOD TO WHERE ELIJAH WAS, BUT RATHER WHERE HE TOLD HIM TO GO. AND I'VE GOT A TEACHING ENTITLED, A PLACE CALLED THERE. AND THE REASON SO MANY PEOPLE AREN'T SEEING GOD'S PROVISION MANIFEST IN THEIR LIFE IS BECAUSE THEY'RE WANTING GOD TO SEND IT TO THEM, AND THEN THEY WILL GO THERE. BUT GOD SENDS YOUR PROVISION TO WHERE HE TOLD YOU TO GO, NOT TO WHERE YOU ARE. 
SO THERE IS A PLACE CALLED THERE. NOW REMEMBER ALL OF THAT AND LISTEN TO WHAT THE LORD SAID UNTO HIM. HE SAID UNTO HIM, WHAT DOEST THOU HERE, ELIJAH? ELIJAH WAS, I DON'T KNOW HOW MANY MILES, A THOUSAND MILES AWAY, A LONG WAYS AWAY FROM SAMARIA, A LONG WAY AWAY FROM THE REVIVAL THAT GOD HAD USED HIM TO BRING. THERE WERE PEOPLE NOW RECOGNIZING THAT GOD WAS THE TRUE LORD AND THEY NEEDED SOMEONE TO GIVE THEM DIRECTION AND TELL THEM ABOUT GOD. AND THE MAN THAT GOD ORDAINED FOR THAT WAS HUNDREDS OF MILES AWAY. AND GOD SAID, WHAT ARE YOU DOING HERE, ELIJAH? YOU WERE SUPPOSED TO BE THERE. I TELL YOU, THIS IS SO POWERFUL. GOD HAS SPOKEN to the, THIS TO ME. IN ACTS CHAPTER 9, THERE'S AN INSTANCE WHERE SAUL, WHO LATER BECAME THE APOSTLE PAUL, HAD THIS EXPERIENCE WHERE A BLINDING LIGHT uh, KNOCKED HIM OFF OF HIS HORSE, AND HE SPOKE TO HIM, AND HE SAYS, SAUL, SAUL, WHY PERSECUTEST THOU ME? AND THE LORD TOLD HIM TO GO IN TO THE CITY OF DAMASCUS, AND HE WOULD SEND A MAN THAT WOULD TELL HIM WHAT HE NEEDED TO DO. AND THE LORD SPOKE TO THIS MAN NAMED ANANIAS, AND IT JUST SAYS THAT THE LORD SAID, ANANIAS, AND ANANIAS RESPONDED BY SAYING, BEHOLD, I AM HERE, LORD. AND THE LORD USED THAT VERSE TO SPEAK TO ME AND SAY, HOW MANY TIMES HAVE I CALLED YOU, ANDREW, AND YOU WEREN'T THERE? YOU WEREN'T LISTENING. YOU HAD YOUR MIND ON SOMETHING ELSE. YOU WERE DOING SOMETHING ELSE. YOU WERE OCCUPIED WITH OTHER THINGS. AND IT HAS BEEN ONE OF MY LIFE'S GOALS JUST TO BE ABLE TO SAY WITH ANANIAS, BEHOLD, I'M HERE, THAT GOD, I'M LISTENING TO YOU. AND YOU HAVE TO BE IN THE RIGHT PLACE. YOU HAVE TO BE IN THAT PLACE TO WHERE YOU ARE SEEKING GOD. THE LORD WANTS TO REVEAL HIMSELF TO EVERY SINGLE ONE OF US, BUT IT DOESN'T HAPPEN AS WE ARE OCCUPIED WITH OUR OWN THINGS. WE HAVE TO LAY ASIDE THE DISTRACTIONS OF THIS WORLD AND FOCUS OUR ATTENTION UPON THE LORD. AND SO YOU'VE GOT TO BE IN THE RIGHT PLACE. AND THE LORD WAS SAYING, ELIJAH, WHAT ARE YOU DOING HERE? YOU SHOULD BE BACK IN SAMARIA. YOU SHOULD BE LEADING THIS REVIVAL. PEOPLE ARE READY TO TURN UNTO ME. AND ELIJAH, WHAT ARE YOU DOING HERE? MAN, THAT'S POWERFUL. AND I SAY THIS IN LOVE. I BELIEVE IT'S THE LORD SPEAKING THROUGH ME TO YOU, BUT THERE ARE PEOPLE WATCHING THIS PROGRAM THAT YOU AREN'T WHERE GOD TOLD YOU TO BE. YOU KNOW IN YOUR HEART THAT GOD HAS SOMETHING DIFFERENT FOR YOU THAN WHAT YOU'RE DOING. YOU'RE IN A RELATIONSHIP THAT YOU SHOULDN'T BE IN. YOU'RE IN A JOB THAT YOU SHOULDN'T BE IN. YOU'RE IN A CHURCH THAT YOU SHOULDN'T BE IN. YOU ARE IN SITUATIONS THAT YOU SHOULDN'T BE IN. YOU ARE DOING THINGS THAT YOU KNOW YOU SHOULD NOT BE DOING. AND GOD LOVES YOU. BUT HE'S SAYING, JUST LIKE HE SAID TO ELIJAH, WHAT ARE YOU DOING HERE? WHAT ARE YOU DOING IN THAT SITUATION? AND I KNOW SOME OF YOU THINK I HAVE NO OPTIONS. THERE'S ALWAYS OPTIONS. THERE'S ALWAYS OPTIONS. IF WHAT YOU ARE DOING IS NOT WHAT GOD CALLED YOU TO DO, THERE IS A WAY FOR YOU TO CHANGE THAT SITUATION. YOU MIGHT NEED SOME HELP, BUT THERE ARE PEOPLE THAT ARE WILLING TO HELP YOU. GOD HAS PEOPLE EVERYWHERE. I'M TELLING YOU, IF YOU GET SERIOUS WITH THE LORD, HE'LL BE FOUND OF YOU. OVER IN JEREMIAH, THE SCRIPTURE SAYS THAT, uh, I KNOW THE THOUGHTS THAT I THINK TOWARD YOU, SAYS THE LORD, THOUGHTS OF PEACE AND NOT OF EVIL TO GIVE YOU AN EXPECTED END. SOME OF THE TRANSLATIONS SAY, A HOPE IN A FUTURE. AND THE NEXT COUPLE OF VERSES SAY, AND YOU SHALL SEEK ME, AND YOU SHALL FIND ME, WHEN YOU SHALL SEARCH FOR ME WITH ALL OF YOUR HEART. AND I'VE HAD PEOPLE COME TO ME BEFORE AND SAY, WELL, I SOUGHT THE LORD, AND I ASKED THE LORD FOR HELP, AND NOTHING HAPPENED, AND SO I JUST FELT LIKE I'M ON MY OWN, I'M TRAPPED, AND I JUST CAN'T GET OUT OF THIS. BUT THE SCRIPTURE SAYS YOU HAVE TO SEEK WITH ALL OF YOUR HEART. 
THERE ARE SOME PEOPLE WATCHING THIS PROGRAM THAT YOU MAY HAVE CRIED OUT TO GOD FOR HELP, BUT YOU HAVEN'T COMMITTED YOURSELF THAT, GOD, I'LL DO WHATEVER. I'M GOING TO SEEK YOU WITH ALL OF MY HEART. I AM NOT QUITTING UNTIL I GET REVELATION AND UNDERSTANDING ABOUT WHAT TO DO. IT DIDN'T SAY THAT YOU JUST SEEK AND IT WORKS, BUT NO, YOU HAVE TO SEEK WITH ALL OF YOUR HEART, AND THEN YOU'LL FIND IT. AND SO HE SAID TO ELIJAH, HE SAYS, WHAT ARE YOU DOING HERE? AND LOOK AT ELIJAH'S RESPONSE IN VERSE 10. HE SAID, I HAVE BEEN VERY JEALOUS FOR THE LORD GOD OF HOSTS, FOR THE CHILDREN OF ISRAEL HAVE FORSAKEN THY COVENANTS, THROWN DOWN THINE ALTARS, AND SLAIN THY PROPHETS WITH THE SWORD. AND I, EVEN I ONLY, AM LEFT, AND THEY SEEK MY LIFE TO TAKE IT AWAY. DID YOU KNOW THAT THAT WASN'T THE TRUTH? NOW, IT WAS TRUE THAT THE NATION OF ISRAEL AS A WHOLE HAD FORSAKEN THE LORD AND THAT THEY HAD uh, THROWN DOWN ALTARS AND THAT THEY HAD PERSECUTED THE TRUE PROPHETS OF THE LORD. BUT HE SAYS, I, EVEN I ONLY, AM LEFT A PROPHET OF THE LORD. IN 1 KINGS CHAPTER 18 AND VERSE 13, BEFORE ELIJAH HAD THIS CONTEST WITH THE PROPHETS OF BAAL ON MOUNT CARMEL, IT SAYS THIS, uh, OBADIAH SPOKE TO HIM AND SAYS, WAS IT NOT TOLD MY LORD WHAT I DID WHEN JEZEBEL SLEW THE PROPHETS OF THE LORD, HOW I HID A HUNDRED MEN OF THE LORD'S PROPHETS BY FIFTY IN A CAVE AND FED THEM WITH BREAD AND WATER. SO ELIJAH HAD BEEN TOLD THAT THERE WAS AT LEAST A HUNDRED PROPHETS LEFT, NOT JUST INDIVIDUALS, BUT MINISTERS. THERE WAS A HUNDRED MINISTERS WHO HAD NOT BOWED TO BAAL, AND THEY WERE BEING head, HIDDEN BY OBADIAH IN A CAVE, AND HE WAS GIVING THEM BREAD AND WATER AND SUSTAINING THEM. SO WHEN ELIJAH SAID THAT I, EVEN I ONLY, AM LEFT, HE KNEW THAT THAT WAS WRONG. HE KNEW THAT WASN'T TRUE, BUT THAT'S WHAT HE FELT. AND I TELL YOU, THIS IS A RECIPE FOR DISASTER, IS TO GO BY HOW YOU FEEL. THIS IS WHERE... THIS IS ONE OF THE MAJOR THINGS THAT SATAN IS USING AS AN INROAD INTO PEOPLE'S LIVES IN OUR DAY AND AGE. WE HAVE EXALTED FEELINGS. IF YOU HEAR PEOPLE INTERVIEWED AND THEY'LL TALK ABOUT THINGS, ONE OF THE QUESTIONS THAT THEY JUST SEEM TO ASK EVERY SINGLE TIME IS, HOW DOES THIS MAKE YOU FEEL? FEELINGS HAVE BEEN EXALTED TO A PLACE TO WHERE IT IS DOMINANT OVER TRUTH, OVER FACT. IT DOESN'T MATTER WHAT THE FACTS ARE. HERE'S HOW I FEEL. I ACTUALLY HAD A WOMAN IN OUR BIBLE SCHOOL WHO GAVE ME A TAPE TO LISTEN TO, AND THE VAST MAJORITY OF THIS TAPE WAS REALLY GOOD. BUT SHE GAVE AN EXAMPLE OF A GIRL THAT CAME TO HER FOR HELP, AND THIS GIRL WAS THE DAUGHTER OF, of a, a FAMILY THAT THIS WOMAN KNEW REAL WELL. SHE WAS FAMILIAR WITH THEM. AND THE GIRL FELT LIKE THAT THE PARENTS WERE MEAN TO HER AND HAD TREATED HER BAD, AND SHE JUST HATED THEM FOR THE THINGS THAT SHE HAD DONE. AND THIS WOMAN WHO MADE THIS TAPE SAID, THAT THE PARENTS OF THIS CHILD WEREN'T PERFECT PARENTS, BUT THEY WEREN'T GUILTY OF WHAT SHE WAS SAYING. SHE JUST HAD TAKEN AN OFFENSE WHERE NONE WAS INTENDED BECAUSE THEY MADE HER GO TO CHURCH, BECAUSE THEY WOULDN'T LET HER LISTEN TO HER MUSIC THAT THEY CONSIDERED TO BE UNGODLY AND THINGS LIKE THAT. SHE THOUGHT THAT THEY WERE JUST TERRIBLE. AND SO THIS WOMAN SAID, I KNEW THAT WHAT THE GIRL WAS TELLING ME WASN'T TRUE, BUT IT DIDN'T MATTER IF IT WAS TRUE. IT WAS TRUE TO HER. AND BECAUSE SHE FELT IT SO PASSIONATELY, THIS WOMAN TAUGHT HER HOW TO FORGIVE HER PARENTS FOR SOMETHING THAT THEY DIDN'T EVEN NEED TO BE FORGIVEN OF. BUT IN HER WAY, SHE FELT IT, AND SO SHE HAD TO DEAL WITH IT AS IF IT WAS TRUE. 
Man, when I heard that, I, it was a cassette tape. I pulled that thing out of my car. I got so mad, I broke that thing up and threw it out the window. That just infuriated me. But this is how people are today. They say, well, I, I, this is how I feel. Nobody loves me. You know that's not true. You know that there's some people that love you. You know that things aren't as bleak as what you say they are, but it doesn't matter what reality is. This is how I feel. That's what Elijah was doing right here. And it was the wrong answer. He knew it was wrong. He knew that there was still a hundred ministers of the Lord that were being hidden in a cave, and yet it didn't matter what truth was. He felt like he was the only one. He was the only one that had stood up and called the prophets of Baal together. But you know, part of that is because he was anointed to do that. God gave him a word about that. He didn't speak that to all of these other prophets. I'm telling you, you cannot go by how things feel. And I'm going to try and say this as polite and as kind as I possibly can, but I don't want to lessen the impact of it any. I don't want to, you know, water this down. You just need to pull your thumb out of your mouth and grow up. You know that things aren't as bad as what you feel, but, but your feelings, you have exalted them to a place that is inordinate. You've made feelings God. Did you know that there's lots of times that I don't feel anointed? Now, there are some times that I feel the presence of God so strong, it's like I could reach out and touch Him. There are times that I feel physically the power of God flowing through me when I pray for people. But I have learned that when those feelings come, praise God, enjoy them, thank God for them. But I don't take my faith off of what the Word says, that I lay my hands on the sick and they'll recover and say that now you're healed because I felt it. No, you're healed because the Word said it and I acted on the Word and believed God. And if feelings come, hallelujah. But if I don't feel it, I still act on the Word of God. That is part of just growing up and becoming mature in the Lord. And if you aren't careful, if you start having feelings, you will start letting those feelings be dominant. And so you're doing what the Word says. You lay hands on the sick. You pray a prayer of faith. You're doing everything that God says. But if you don't have a feeling, then you wonder about God. What, where are you? What's going on? That's wrong. You know, there are some times that I just have great feelings. There's been some times I've had with the Lord that are phenomenal. And I don't really talk about some of the more intimate times I've had with the Lord, because if I was to describe the feelings and the things that I saw and happened, people would make a doctrine out of it, and people would try and make it that if I don't feel this and if I don't see and experience what Andrew experienced, then I, I don't have the power of God in my life. So I don't talk about those things a lot. But I can tell you this, that those dramatic encounters with the Lord are relatively few and far between. It's not every single day. I don't feel just overwhelmed by the presence of God every day. But I have learned to just dwell with the Lord and take the scripture that says, He'll never leave me nor forsake me. Lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the world. I believe that. And I believe that God is with me even when I don't see Him, when I don't feel Him, when there are no bells and whistles. You know, if the Lord was to answer your prayer, and indulge your feelings. And if you were just wanting to feel something and have goosebumps go up and down your spine and be overwhelmed, and every time you're in the presence of the Lord, just weep and cry. And again, those things happen. 
PRAISE GOD WHEN THEY COME. BUT IF HE WAS TO INDULGE YOUR FEELINGS AND YOUR DESIRE FOR THIS, AND IF HE WAS TO GIVE YOU ALL OF THOSE THINGS SO THAT uh, DURING PRAYER, MAN, YOU WERE JUST OVERWHELMED WITH THE PRESENCE OF GOD, WELL, THEN I CAN GUARANTEE YOU THAT THE NEXT DAY YOU WOULD WANT AT LEAST THAT MUCH OR POSSIBLY MORE OR YOU WOULD FEEL LIKE YOU AREN'T GROWING IN THE LORD AND THAT GOD ISN'T WITH YOU. AND IF HE DIDN'T JUST CONTINUE TO JUMP THROUGH A NEW HOOP AND DO SOMETHING BIGGER AND BETTER EVERY SINGLE DAY, IT WOULDN'T BE VERY LONG UNTIL YOU'D BE SAYING, OH, GOD, WHERE ARE YOU? BASED TOTALLY ON FEELINGS. YOU KNOW, THE LORD COULD GIVE YOU ALL KINDS OF FEELINGS. THE LORD COULD APPEAR TO YOU VISIBLY. HE COULD HAVE A BIRD SIT ON YOUR SHOULDER AND CALL YOUR NAME OUT AND WHISPER IN YOUR AND SPEAK TO YOU AND TELL YOU. THE LORD COULD DO ALL KINDS OF THINGS LIKE THAT. BUT THE BIBLE SAYS WITHOUT FAITH, IT'S IMPOSSIBLE TO PLEASE HIM. GOD WANTS YOU TO LIVE AND RELATE TO HIM BY FAITH AND NOT BY FEELING. NOW, AGAIN, I AM NOT SAYING THAT FEELINGS ARE EVIL. I'M NOT SAYING THAT FEELINGS ARE BAD, BUT I'M SAYING THAT IF YOU GET TO WHERE YOU BECOME DEPENDENT UPON FEELINGS, AND IT DOESN'T MATTER WHAT TRUTH SAYS, IT'S ALL ABOUT WHAT YOU FEEL, THEN YOU HAVE GONE WAY BEYOND FEELINGS, AND YOU ARE NOW INTO WORSHIPPING AND EXALTING HOW YOU FEEL ABOUT THINGS. FEELINGS ARE FICKLE. YOU CANNOT TRUST FEELINGS. YOU KNOW, IF YOU WERE PRESENT WITH with ME RIGHT NOW, I COULD SPEAK A BOLD-FACED LIE TO YOU AND SAY, HEY, I JUST HEARD THAT YOU'RE HUSBAND, YOUR WIFE, YOUR CHILD, YOUR FATHER, MOTHER, BROTHER, SOMEBODY CLOSE TO YOU WAS KILLED IN A CAR WRECK, AND THEY'RE DEAD. AND IT COULD BE A TOTAL LIE. I COULD BE MAKING THE THING UP. BUT IF YOU BELIEVED WHAT I SAID, YOU WOULD FEEL GRIEF. YOU WOULD FEEL HURT. YOU WOULD FEEL PAIN. YOU WOULD FEEL SORROW IF YOU BELIEVED THAT. AND THERE WOULD BE NO REALITY TO IT. AND IF YOU SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER KNEW THAT I WAS LYING TO YOU, AND THAT EVERYTHING I WAS TELLING YOU WAS A TOTAL LIE, THEN YOU WOULD FEEL ANGER. YOU WOULD FEEL RESENTMENT. YOU WOULD FEEL LIKE, WHY ARE YOU DOING THIS? YOUR FEELINGS, SEE, ARE BASED ON PERCEPTIONS, NOT REALITY. THERE COULD BE ZERO REALITY. YOUR MATE OR FRIEND COULD BE ALIVE AND WELL AND EVERYTHING BE PERFECT. BUT IF YOU THOUGHT THAT THEY WERE DEAD OR IF YOU THOUGHT THEY WERE INJURED, YOU WOULD HAVE FEELINGS. FEELINGS FLUCTUATE BASED ON ALL KINDS OF THINGS. SOMETIMES IT'S BECAUSE YOU HAVEN'T GOTTEN THE REST THAT YOU NEED. SOMETIMES IT'S BECAUSE YOU NEED TO EAT. SOMETIMES IT'S BECAUSE YOU GOT A PAIN IN YOUR BODY AND SO YOU HAVE AN EMOTIONAL RESPONSE. THERE CAN BE ALL KINDS OF THINGS, BUT TRUTH NEVER CHANGES. ELIJAH HERE, THIS IS A MAJOR MISTAKE IN ELIJAH WHEN THE LORD SAID, WHAT ARE YOU DOING HERE, ELIJAH? YOU SHOULD BE THERE DOING WHAT I'VE CALLED YOU TO DO. GOD HAD SET THIS UP. LIKE IN GOLF, HE HAD TEED THE BALL UP. MAN, IT WAS GOING TO BE SO EASY TO HIT THIS THING AND TO DO BECAUSE ALL OF THE PEOPLE HAD FALLEN DOWN ON THEIR FACE AND SAID, THE LORD, HE IS THE GOD. AND YET, ELIJAH WASN'T THERE TO TAKE ADVANTAGE OF ALL OF THE THINGS THAT GOD HAD SET UP. AND GOD, and God SAID, WHAT'S YOUR REASON? WHAT ARE YOU DOING? AND ELIJAH BEGAN TO JUST SPEAK OUT OF HIS FEELINGS, THAT I'M THE ONLY ONE SERVING YOU. NOBODY, I'M THE ONLY PERSON ON THIS PLANET THAT KNOWS YOU AND SERVES YOU. I TELL YOU, THE MOMENT YOU GET TO THINKING THAT YOU'RE THE ONLY ONE, SATAN HAS DECEIVED YOU. 1 CORINTHIANS CHAPTER 10, VERSE 13 SAYS, THERE IS NO TEMPTATION TAKEN YOU, BUT SUCH AS IS COMMON TO MAN. BUT GOD IS FAITHFUL, WHO WILL NOT SUFFER YOU TO BE TEMPTED ABOVE THAT YOU ARE ABLE, BUT WILL WITH THE TEMPTATION MAKE A WAY TO ESCAPE THAT YOU MAY BE ABLE TO BEAR IT. 
Anytime you think that your situation is unique, nobody knows the trouble you feel. Nobody has ever had a marriage situation like you. Nobody has ever had the physical problems that you've got. Nobody's ever had as many financial burdens. Nobody's like you. You know that's not true, but that's the way you feel. And so you're just sitting there sucking your thumb and indulging your unbelief. You are setting yourself up for a major, major failure. And so Elijah missed it. And look at this. After he had responded to the Lord and says, I'm the only one. In verse 11, it says, And he said, Go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind rent the mountains and break in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. You know, I'm not going to have time to give this all of the time I need. I'll have to deal with this on our programs next week. But let me quickly just say that this was definitely a miraculous manifestation of God's power, but God didn't speak to him through the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. And it was so when Elijah heard it, that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entering in of the cave. And behold, there came a voice unto him and said, What doest thou here, Elijah? This is the same thing that the Lord asked him in the 10th verse. And so the Lord did all these miraculous things. You know, I'm not totally sure the reason for this, but I think part of it might be that, that Elijah had seen so many miraculous, spectacular things. He had seen a drought come at his word. He had seen the ravens bring him bread and flesh every morning and evening. He had seen the Lord multiply the widow's uh, meal and oil. He had seen the Lord raise uh, the widow's son from the dead. He had seen fire fall from heaven. He had seen the end of the drought. He had seen all of these spectacular things. And if you aren't careful, you'll get to where you look for God only in the spectacular and you miss Him in just the, the still, small voice, the simple things. And God, again, I used this verse earlier, but Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, without faith, it's impossible to please Him. God wants us to relate to Him by faith. He gives us plenty of proof. You know, Psalms chapter 19, the heavens declare the glory of God. The word declare means to mark to, uh, in, a, in a sense, like autograph a painting. You look at it and you know who drew it because they've, they've signed it. They've got their autograph on it. God has His signature on all of creation and He's speaking to us. He gives us plenty of reason to believe, but He would rather us just respond to Him by faith, take the creation, the witness in our heart and things like this and operate off of that. But if you aren't careful, you'll get to where you want to just see God in the spectacular and you can't hear Him in that little, still, small voice. I think that this is one of the reasons God did this to Elijah this way because Elijah had seen things happen that others had never seen and he was looking for God in some spectacular way and yet it was a still, small voice. It overwhelmed him so that he wrapped his face in the mantle and came out and stood in the entering end of the cave. I'm out of time today, but next week I am going to continue on this and conclude this teaching on Elijah. Our announcer is going to give you all of the information about how you can get this book, study guide, CDs, DVDs. We've got an entire package on this, so please listen to our announcer 
and then call or write today. Andrew's complete series titled Lessons from Elijah is available in either a CD or DVD album, a book in either English or Spanish, or in a study guide. Each of these valuable resources is available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. You can get these products as part of the Lessons Package, which includes two books, Lessons from Elijah and Lessons from David, and three albums in your choice of either CD or DVD, Lessons from Elijah, Lessons from David, and Lessons from Joseph. These teachings will give you the chance to learn from the successes and mistakes of three very powerful but very human men of God. The Lessons Package has a catalog value of $135, but you can receive all of these valuable resources today for just $95. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get these products. Today, Andrew's book, Lessons from Elijah, is available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide this book to you free of charge. Jamie and I are here just to thank you so much for being partners with us. I tell you, we are reaching around the world. I remember when Jamie and I were it. I would run the sound while she was doing the praise and worship, and then she'd come back and run the sound while I was preaching. We did it all ourselves. Now we have so many people helping us and it couldn't happen without you. It's very true. We're very thankful for our partners and what they're doing and you're going around the world too and everything that this Amen. ministry does. Amen. So we just wanted to say a special thank you and uh, we love you and every good thing that is happening through this ministry, you're gonna share in every one of those rewards. So God bless you. Thank you for being a partner with us. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. We'd like to point out Andrew's upcoming speaking schedule. Mark your calendars to come meet Andrew at one of these events and let the Word of God transform your life. In the month of March, Andrew will be in Woodland Park, Colorado, hosting the Army Conference for Ministers. Guest speakers at this event will be Pastor Dwayne Sheriff, Billy Epperhart, and Dr. Barry Burns. In April, Andrew will be hosting a special Easter season production titled God With Us in Woodland Park, Colorado. God With Us is the original love story of a passionate God on a relentless quest to rescue his people. Also in April, he'll be hosting the annual Karis Bible College Campus Days. Guest speakers at this event include Carrie Pickett, Daniel Bennett, Greg Moore, Rick McFarland, Wendell Parr, and Lawson Perdue. Then, Andrew will be joining Ashley and Carly Terradez in Colorado Springs, Colorado for the Abundant Life event. 
Next, Andrew will be speaking in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. And lastly, in April, he'll again be in Woodland Park to host the Don't Limit God Conference with guest speaker Jesse Duplantis. And in May, Andrew will be in Telford, England for the annual UK Grace and Faith Conference. For more details on Andrew's next meeting in your area, visit our website at awmi.net. Andrew's Bible College, Karis Bible College, has over 60 extension schools around the world. Go to karisbiblecollege.org today to find a school near you. Transforming lives, training leaders, changing the world. Karis Bible College.